bum, 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 bum. Hello and welcome to Cybertron Radio Podcast Episode 2. I am your host, Ryan Traeger. With me today, Greg Jensen. Fox, get this guy off me. <laughs> and Eric Jensen. I can't shake this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that's all we got today. So, uh, goodbye. <laughs> all right. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, uh, hey no. All right. Um, we have not recorded a podcast in like six years or a couple months or I don't know. So, we're going to be a little rusty today. Um, but we're going to get started off with our new business. This is previously known as what we've been playing. However, we've just decided to call it new business because it's not just about what we've been playing recently. It's about what we've been doing. About everything. It's about everything. Yep. Anything that we have to say that's important in our lives or whatever. Um, so I'll start it off. Uh, well, lately, I have been looking for jobs. <laughs> um, I recently moved into the big city of St. Paul. And so I've just been scouring everywhere for jobs and to no looking avail for, so far. Looking for those developer positions and yeah, and yeah, decks and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so that's about what I've been doing. Uh, as far as video games go, I've been playing lots and lots and lots of different video games lately. So. I guess I could just sum it up with I haven't been playing a whole lot of video games, but the ones I have been playing is Skyrim, Don Guard, yeah. and uh, Dungeon Defenders, and that's about it. Can you go into Dungeon Defenders a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I can talk about that. Cause I, you explained a little bit to me before, but I still really don't have any clue what it is. Right. Yeah. Um. So I got this game like I don't know, like four months ago for free, and I really haven't touched it since I got it, I just, it's just been sitting on my Steam account, not doing anything, and uh, I finally started playing it just, uh, like, two days ago, and the game is, I guess most people would call it, like, a tower defense type of game, however, in my opinion, it's not really, um, there's waves of enemies that come, and you can put up things to help you kill the enemies, just like a tower defense game, and there's, like, a crystal that they try to destroy, like a tower defense game. However, you are, you're playing a third okay. third person game. Um, you control your character, and you can, if you want to, just go and kill these enemies instead of putting up towers. However, that makes it super hard. Um, but like, I'm a what they call I don't, I don't I'm like an apprentice or something like that. I'm a mage in the game, so I have like a staff that shoots little missiles out of it, little magical missiles, and. Yeah. Uh, I can also put up these, like, towers. One's, like, a flame tower. One's a magic shooting tower. I can put up, like, walls of defense. And then I have my own personal abilities, like an overcharge, which does lots of damage and stuff like that, and just tons of different stuff as I level up. I'm only, like, level 7 right now out of, I think there's 70 levels total. Um, okay. So I'm not very far in it, but... It's, game's also four-player co-op, right? It's a four-player co-op game, and it's online. I have not touched the online part of it yet, just because I would rather level up, because this game's 
not old, but it's not new anymore by any means. And so if I were to join... I think it came out last April, right? Yep. I think, yeah, last spring for sure. So... That's when I remember first seeing it was in April, so... Yeah, it's... Sometime around then. It was somewhere around there. Um, so yeah, it's... I I guess you can call it a tower defense game, but it's really, really deep. Not my cup of tea. Yeah, probably not your cup of tea. Yeah, you like playing Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah, Ryan likes those kitty games. Yeah. I've also, <laughs> I guess I should also add, I've been playing tons of Dust 514. I'm in the beta for that, for being a PlayStation oh, Plus. No, that's, that's, a, that's a big dog game right there. That game is incredibly fun. Yeah, it's I've, a grown-up game. That's a grown-up game right there. I've been playing tons and tons of that game, and it's it's just getting super fun the more I play it. So. I know I haven't touched that game. I don't think since way back when when it was first in beta. Oh, you should you should check it out again. It's gotten a lot better than. I uh, I probably will. Yeah. Or maybe I'll just wait until it comes out for release. Yeah. They're supposed totally to change the the uh, interface for the menus a lot before it releases, so you might like it more than I know you didn't like the menus, which is a fairly common complaint in the game. Yeah, but I've been uh, I've also been playing a little Eve Online. I got the just the trial version of that. And yeah. You... Good luck. How's that? I actually like it a lot. If it didn't well, cost fifteen dollars sure a month, I would play it a lot. I'm but... sure it's fun, but isn't it like super complicated? Um, the tutorial in the beginning of the game is very, very extensive, and it it tells you exactly like what you need to know to play the game. And Don't you hate tutorials? I do, but this tutorial is not too bad. It's it's livable. Alright. And to yeah, be honest, like... who who doesn't hate tutorials? That's... I don't teaches me how to play the game. <laughs> I don't hate tutorials if they're like short and sweet to the point. Like okay, that's what you do. I hate tutorials that tell you things that you should already know. When they're like tutorials for kids, and it's like, no, thank you. I'd rather just have a tutorial that tells me. Or they, they tell you how to do something, and they make you go do a quest like four or five times to do that one thing. Yeah, it's that's another tutorial type I hate too. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's all I've been doing recently. Hmm. What about you, Greg? Sounds interesting. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so, I've been doing a few things since it's been, like, two months since our last podcast. Um, I recently got some volumes of manga that I really like. And I've been reading that. That's cool. For all you, for all you people out there, manga is just basically a Japanese comic book. <laughs> you don't know that. Um, I also got a bunch of animes. I got, I got Yu Yu Hakusho on Blu-ray the first two seasons. That's awesome. I knew you, you guys remember that show. You need to oh, um, yeah. lend me that when you have a chance. I actually just watched watched the first episode of Anime Freak the other day. Yeah, I was I watched like a couple episodes like a couple months ago, and then like one day I just randomly like, why don't I buy this stuff? You go on Amazon, it's really not that expensive even. 
well, yeah, I got the first two seasons of that. And then I got the first season of G Gundam Mobile Fighter, if you remember that, Eric, from Toonami. That's the one where... They're in space? No, they're not in space. They're on Earth, and there's, like, a Gundam tournament. Oh, that one, huh? Yeah, you remember that one? Yeah. Okay. It's the one where they don't, like, control through, like, switches and stuff. They actually, like... Stand in it. It's, like, one-to-one motion with their body or whatever. Oh, I've watched a couple episodes of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, like, my favorite one. So, yeah, I got the first season of that one. Um... Yeah, so we're watching that. Uh, oh, I also got some other news. Uh, there's going to be a new Dragon Ball Z movie. Uh, like, the cartoon, not like a live-action stupid thing. Oh, I was going to say, that's stupid. Yeah. They should just stop right now, but... No, no, no. And this is going to be... <laughs> that's exactly what I said when Greg first told me. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Eric's like, that's stupid. I'm like, what? Why? He's like... I don't want to watch another stupid live thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, okay, so this is made This is made by the Dragon Ball Z guys. That's, uh, it's coming out that's two, cool. Yeah, it's coming out in 2013, and this is, the, this is the first new Dragon Ball Z thing since, like, 1997. Just let that sink in for a second. That's a really effing long time. Yeah. So... There's like a teaser trailer if you go to dragonballz.com and you want to look at it. It's really short, but it'll get you gassed. When is this due to be released? Uh, well, it has a Japan release of like March 13th, 2013. Something like that. I don't know when it's going to be translated and brought to America, but hopefully soonish after that. Okay. So 2026, we'll finally get it. Yeah, exactly. Probably. Uh, anyways, other than that, uh, I got a PSP. Go. The best version of the PSP? Well, not when it came out, but now it is. Yeah. Because now they have, like, everything on the PSN. Yo. When it first came out, you couldn't, like, download anything. And you can only download stuff on the PSP. You go, you can't use the UMDs because it doesn't have a UMD drive. So... Basically, I just use it to play all my PSN or my uh, PlayStation One games. That's cool. If you're into yeah, that so PlayStation been... One stuff. Oh yeah, just dude. Kidding. Trust me. PlayStation One is awesome. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then I got the one video game I've really been playing. Uh extensively is the last story yeah how far are you on that i beat it you beat it in three days was it just as awesome as you expected it to be it was so much better than i thought it was going to be really oh my gosh okay so i'm going to probably talk about this for a while oh just spoiler unbuckle your pants and just take a seat (laughs) My get pants are already unbuckled. Get, com- get comfortable is what I'm trying and to say. And I was already sitting. <laughs> talking, to, talking to the listeners here. Oh, well, I hope they're not, like, doing a run or something. <laughs> this is not what you want to be listening to while you're working out. All right, so, well, if they're listening to it working out, they know full well what they're getting into. Um, okay, so the last story is basically uh, it's made by... 
damn it, Sakaguchi, Hironobu, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he is the creator of the famous world-renowned Final Fantasy series. So that should tell you right there, this is probably going to be a good game. Uh, after Final Fantasy IX, he left Square Enix and made his own company called Mistwalker. And since then, he's made a game called Blue Dragon uh, and Lost Odyssey, which Ryan and I really like. Yeah, and I heard Blue Dragon was really popular as well. Yeah, and actually almost... I actually just found out recently that he made that game. So now I actually might go check it out. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then this game, which is a Wii exclusive. And I know you might be thinking, oh, Wii's stupid, Wii's for babies. Well, <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. Well, I was thinking it's for grandmas, but... All that too, I guess. But this game is not your grandma's game. Trust me, oh, it's okay. awesome because. What if my grandma wanted? For to one play thing, it? uh, I would say kudos to your grandma <laughs> for playing an awesome game. Oh, okay. Okay, what? so basically, the coolest thing about this game is the combat system. So it's not like your typical JRPG where you have turn-based combat. It's actually an action. RPG, okay. Like all the battles in real, all the battles in real time, and you do have you... two choices how to do it. You can, what now? Is there like super gay motion controls, or is it cool motion controls? Uh, no, I didn't use motion. I used my classic controller pro. Do they have motion the controls though? If you want to, I I assume so. Yeah, you can use the Wii remote. So I, yeah, there's probably motion control somewhere. Okay. Oh, well, there's, you have a crossbow, and you, like, kind of go into first person and you use it, so I'm assuming you would use the Wii pointer at that point, if you're using the wand. Yeah. I guess. Um, so, anyways, all the battles in real time, and you have two options of controls, basically. One, where you can use the, the joystick to attack, kind of like in... Uh, What's that game, Ryan? Help me out. The where you're like the Nordic mm. gods. Oh, too human. Too human. Yeah, too human. It's kind of like that. Um, where you use the the thumbstick, obviously, to to attack, or you can change it, or you just press a button like A to swing your sword or whatever. Oh, okay. And then you, as you level up, you gain a bunch of abilities, and all the abilities are super awesome. And they're like interactive. They're not just like, oh, press a button and you do the ability. You actually have to like do the ability. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? No. Yes, no. Okay, well, okay. There's this, okay, I'll just give you an example. There's this one ability called Vertical Slice where you run up the wall and then you jump down to slash on someone. Well, you actually have to run up the wall, you don't just press a button and do it. Oh, that's cool. Okay, okay. I understand now. Yeah, okay. So that's one example of an ability. And you can also pause the game, kind of like in uh, Kotar, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, where you like pause the game and give orders. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I love like, that feature. But, but in this game, you can give orders to all of your people, not just yourself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, so... 
Well, you could do that in Kotar as well. Yeah, but you had to like switch characters yeah, you switch or everything. Them, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, this you just you don't have to switch characters. You just do it. Okay. You just yeah. Okay. Um. And there's a really uh, good upgrade system for like weapons and and armor. So it's it's kind of a basic crafting system where you get items from monsters you kill and like chests you find. And you use these items to upgrade your weapons and armor. And it's really cool because each time you upgrade your armor, it actually gives like a visual added on to it. Like, so it looks different every time you upgrade it. Oh, okay. And same with the same with the weapons. So I thought that was really cool. Like, yeah. Um, you don't really see that kind of thing in a Wii game because usually, like, they need as much like memory just for the game as possible, and that seems like that would take like a lot of Dude, processing power or something. That's where the Japanese uh, audio or whatever went. They took that out so that they could add that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, okay. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh, there was I. There's a few snafus in the game. One mainly is when you get about halfway through the game, you start noticing some slowdown, like some frame rate issues, you know, when you get yeah. into like really big battles. And like that was like a problem, but it didn't like hinder me liking the game whatsoever. Um, the story is really uh, cliche if you want to use that term, but. Like, so, hell, like, at this point, when you play JRPG, you know what you're getting into, so, like... I was on. just gonna say, it's a JRPG um, game. If it's not cliche, it's not a JRPG game. <laughs> so, you are a, in a band of mercenaries, and you aren't the leader, so that's, like, that's a little weird. different, I guess. Yeah. And so, you and this other guy... Uh, I'm not going to go through names or anything. No one will remember them anyways. Well, but, oh, okay, well, basically, your name's Zale, and you and this other guy named Dagrin started this mercenary group. So you're, like, the co-founder, but, like, everyone else in the group, like, makes fun of you, like, picks on you. Because <laughs> you're, like, the youngest, basically, kind of. Even though, so, like, even though you're, like, a co-founder of this group, like, people, like, tease you or whatever. And even though you're, like, you're, like, one of the strongest ones, it, like, it was kind of weird. Yeah, that's weird. And so you go to this island to you get a job working for the count of the island, Count Argonon, and you basically end up meeting his niece, and she's like like she's like royalty or whatever you know. So, but you don't know that's who she is, and you get into a bunch of shenanigans, blah blah blah, <laughs> and cliche cliche stuff happens and it's actually uh actually a pretty good story i thought and there pretty much wasn't uh one point in the game where i didn't wasn't like enjoying myself like it that rarely happens where i play through a game and i'm enjoying it the whole time you know yeah that... i think the last time that happened i think the last time that happened for me was when i played dragon age origins i honestly think that that was the last time I enjoyed a game so much, like, I couldn't stop playing. 
I don't think I've had that experience in quite some time as well. I don't think it went all the way back to Origins, but yeah, it's been a long time for sure for me. Um, also, uh, this game looks like really good for a Wii game. Like, honestly, like, you might, I'm not going to say, like, you might think it's, like, an Xbox 360 game. But... <laughs> <laughs> wow, this it's game's obvi- better than the PS3 graphics. Like, it obviously doesn't, yeah, yeah, it obviously <laughs> doesn't look as good as that, but it, it just looks really good. Um, what else can I say? Oh, it was, the game's only about 20-some hours. Which is, it wild. But, like, I, I, I like that. Because yeah. when a game gets longer, you get to some of the convol- uh, convoluted parts of the game where it gets boring. Yeah. So it was like perfect. See. It was like perfect for me because you know I don't have a lot of time to play video games, and I beat this game in like three days. Yeah. So three or four days, I can't remember, and that's good because I have a huge backlog of games, and I don't want to spend like two weeks playing one game, you know. Right, right. Like I, I enjoyed my time with the game, and now I can move on. Yeah, yeah I. I like JRPGs a lot, but I can't stand the fact that they're all, like, have to be min- minimum of 60 hours or some yeah. crap like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep. like, no, I want, I want to get into my JRPG experience. Experience it, yeah, for longer than a typical game, but not for, like, 60 hours, and then get out of there so I can play something else. Yeah, like, if you're a kid and you don't have any things to do, then yeah, that's fine, but, like, we're all adults now and we have jobs and... Other, other responsibilities and other video games to play, duh. Yeah, gotta, so... Gotta play my Dungeon Defenders. Uh, I gotta do grown-up things. Leave me alone. I gotta... Oh, yeah, also, <laughs> also there's, a new, there's a new game plus mode, so when you start... When you end... When you finish the game, you basically just start... You can... You know, after you finish the game, it'll ask you to save. It doesn't really say, like, oh, now you can play the game again with all the stuff, but, like, you just save the game. And if you play from that save spot, it starts the beginning again, and oh, you really? start with all your yeah, you start with all your equipment that you had, all your abilities, the same level you were. That's awesome. And I, I didn't really go into that, so I don't know if there's any new features. I'm assuming there are some new features. Like otherwise, like why would you play again? Yeah. But if I didn't have other things to play, I would totally... I love the game so much, I would totally just play the, the whole game again. Right, that's cool. Like, that, that's how much I, I like this. So I, I like highly suggest that if you have a Wii, go buy this game, because it's really awesome. One day I'm going to have to... And if you don't up. have a Wii, go get a Wii, and then go buy the game. Oh, oh, and then, <laughs> and then the, the music. The music is so good. Uh, and the music is by... What's his name? Something Umatsu, I think, and he is the guy who writes all the music, or not maybe not all the music for Final Fantasy, but for most of the Final Fantasy games, he's the guy. Yeah, so it's definitely good music. music. Yeah, I mean, if, if he came from the likes of Final Fantasy. He's so, got so it's like basically talent. it's basically Final Fantasy, but without the Final Fantasy name. That's like, and it's like my favorite Final Fantasy game. <laughs> That's awesome. Like my old fa- favorite Final Fantasy game since like four. Yeah. So that's to me that's how good it is, and I really hope people give it a chance because I want Mistwalker to be successful and make more good games. Right on. 
other than that, I have been playing... I tried playing Deus Ex Human Revolution, and I'll tell you what, it was super fun until I got to the first boss. Um, so I wanted to play the game as like a stealthy guy. Yeah. So I leveled up all my stuff and I, I all my stealth stuff, and I never got into like open combat. Like anytime <laughs> yeah. I got into combat with someone, I would sneak up behind him and knock him out. Yep. And I was trying to do the game non-lethal, so at that point I had been non-lethal, and when you get to the first boss, okay, so before I get to that, the game is in first person, but whenever you get into combat, it basically turns into a third person cover shooter, because when you get behind cover, it goes into third person. Yep. And so basically combat is like Gears of War style, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so, when you get into the fight with the first boss, you have to do all this stupid cover shooting, but he follows you too quickly to ever, like, get behind decent cover and shoot him. And shooting and shooting him does, like, almost no damage unless you've leveled up combat skills. Gee, that's dumb. It was so stupid. So I got to the first boss, fought him twice, died really quickly both times, and turned off the game. And I haven't played it since. And that was like a month ago. And that makes me really sad because I was having really fun up until that point. That's like, it was Yeah, it was super fun up until that point. And like I heard this summer that that the people who developed the game didn't develop the boss fights. They licensed or they like contracted that out to like another developer so that would explain why it's so much different than the rest of the game and it kind of pisses me off that they really didn't yeah i don't know maybe maybe they did test it but like they should have like realized that this boss fight is way different than like the rest of the game I think I've heard complaints about how the bosses just don't live up to the rest of the game for, like, the entirety of the game. Like, all the bosses just aren't very good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, the the, the, the main guy who, like, the head of the game or whatever, he said something, like, said something about that at GDC this year, I think. It's like, what, why, what I remember. why put bosses in a game like that, though, to begin with? Because that, that, that <laughs> well, style it's, of game it's, it's kinda, doesn't it, need one. Well, it's kind of like Metal Gear Solid. It's like, a metal. It's like, in my opinion, the stealth and everything is actually better than Metal Gear Solid. And in Metal Gear Solid, there's also boss fights, but the boss fights in Metal Gear Solid are actually good. And in this game, there's not. There's not. <laughs> Well, at least, the, at least the first one. The first one. I, I guess I can't really say much for the rest of them, but I'm basing that off of the first one, which I know I shouldn't, but I just if I can't even get first to, past the first one, then I'm not going to play the rest of the game. So yeah. Oh, but the the first the first boss doesn't even come. You don't even fight the first boss until probably like two or three hours into the game. But like I was having a lot of fun like those first couple hours, and all of a sudden it's like roadblock. Yeah. That's lame. So, yeah. Other than that, I guess that's it.
Okay. Um, quick oh, question. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I have one more, I have one more thing. Oh, what's your question? Oh, I was just going to ask you a question before we moved on to Eric, but you can say your one more thing first. Oh, so... With all this, like, Resident Evil talk lately, you know, because the game's going to be coming out in October or whatever. Yeah. I never played the Resident Evil games. I tried playing 4 once, and I didn't like it. But I thought that maybe if I don't like playing them, I'll, I'll, I'll like watching like a Let's Play or something on YouTube. Yep. So I watched like the first uh, game, Resident Evil Remake actually I watched, the remake for the GameCube. And like, holy crap, I just want to say that game like looks really good still, even though it was like a GameCube game. Mm-hmm. Like just go like watch some videos on it. The game looks really good actually. Better than um, the... Metal Gear game you keep trying to make me play. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, it does look better than that. And that game looks good for a GameCube game. Yeah, the game does look good for a GameCube. Um, but uh, after watching that, I realized I I realized that I really never want to play a Resident Evil game <laughs> <laughs> because that game looks hard as balls and yeah. really frustrating. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. All I want to say. All right, what's your question now? Oh, I was just going to ask you, have you read anything about Skyrim's new DLC, Hearthfire? Oh, yeah, I saw that yesterday, I think, or today. I can't remember. What are you... The, you get, like, you can buy land or whatever and build, yeah. build your own house and, like, adopt children and stuff. Yep. Yeah, I'll probably get it. Well, it's, like, 400... You're only going to charge 400, 400 points for that, right? Yeah, 400 points yeah, for I'll, that. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely get that. Okay. <laughs> I... I Gives me another excuse to keep playing that game. Like I don't want to. Right. I want to be done playing the game. But uh, well, that's that's my exact thoughts. I just wanted to see what you thought of it because I'm like, you know, I have 400 Microsoft points just sitting there. This is gonna be awesome yeah. to play. Like, why would I not do this? Yeah. Like I don't like. Don't get me wrong, listeners. Like I I love that game. I got all 1,000 achievement points in that game. But like I want. I don't want to keep playing that game because I have so many other games to play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just keep going back to that game and keep sucking me back in. Oh, man. Oh, what's, what's Skyrim? I'm going to hit you. Yeah, what what is that thing? <laughs> what are Skyrim? I'm going to drive over to your place and just hit you so hard. All right, that's it for me for new business. All right, Eric, what do you got for us? We'll give you plenty of time to think. Okay, well... <laughs> I've been playing a lot of stuff too. Um, mostly just because I can't sit down and play one game right now, because I'll get bored after like forty-five minutes to an hour. But I keep on yeah, playing video games. So I just keep switching what disc goes into my Xbox. Um, I have played. Well, the big thing that I know everyone wants to talk about is uh, Transformers: Fall of Cybertron. Playing yep. that. Oh, yeah. I haven't played that, that <laughs> And uh, I'm playing on hard setting because wow. I keep torturing myself like that. Yeah. Um, that game's actually not too bad on hard, though. What? There's only a few parts that I've really, really struggled. I must just suck at that game because I'm playing on easy and I die sometimes still. Well, I die. Well, so you got you just gotta take your time a little bit. You can't just run and gun. 
See, that's how I want to play Transformers though. See, that I would I would love to play Transformers as just running and gunning, but I wanted that extra 150 achievement points for beating on hard. So. <laughs> I can't believe I, I can't believe I didn't mention that I've been playing this game on Cybertron Radio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, guys, come on. Sorry. Um, while I'm not playing that game, I have a few others I've been playing. I have uh, Kingdoms of Alamar Reckoning. I have the DLC that I just recently beat, uh, both the Teeth of Naros and the what's the Dead Kale. Oh, I thought it was called uh, Booty Bay. No, I think it's <laughs> I think it's called Dead Kale. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Eric on this one. Huh. But, well, but I saw booty, a pirate, and I just assumed. But Booty Bay, yeah, it's probably pretty close. Um, I, was, I guess when I was, I don't know who I was, either Greg or Ryan here, I don't remember who I was talking to about them, but one of them knew, one of you two knew about Dead Kale's expansion, said that was, got, yeah. had, had gotten good reviews. Yeah, it was me. Or whatever. That one is dumb compared to the Teeth and Arrows, in my opinion. Yeah. Because it has pirates, or what? What's wrong with it? Um, it's just, is it's, there any it's booty? Shorter. It's shorter <laughs> and the story is not as good. The Teeth okay. and Narrows one was actually really fun and really in-depth story. It, it actually, I mean, it was, it, it was like the rest of the game where the Dead Kale one was kind of, it was like a stupid side quest that you were doing. That's what All I right. Oh, but if you do that one, you get a house in that one, don't you? Like a yeah, you have room. some mansion thing that you can upgrade. You get some weird-ass achievement points for it. I haven't finished doing that yet. That's like the last thing in that. Okay. Anything else? Um, and then my other games I've been playing when I get bored playing that have been Need for Speed Most Wanted, the original. Just, just to let you people know oh, that this the new is, one hasn't come out yeah, yet. Yeah, well... When people listen to this, they're not going to know. Hey, well, I got something to say. Did any of you find it weird that when they were talking about making a new one, they never mentioned the original? Yeah, it pisses me off, actually. They never reference, like, like, oh, where are you, where are you getting inf- inspiration for this game? Oh, uh, well, not the original. <laughs> they, they never even mention it once. Like, I just find that strange. Like, obviously, you're getting some sort of inspiration from the original, or, or, or you wouldn't call it me for speed most wanted, you know? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Is Dice making well, that game? No, it's uh, shit. Who was making it? Is it Cri- Criterion? Yeah, Criterion. Yep. Oh, They're yeah, in social yeah, yeah. They're, it, That's basically Dice. Yeah, EA owned studio. Yeah, it's basically Dice. That's that, and that was another thing. Like about that game, I wasn't. I was kind of sketchy because I've also been playing Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, which is also made by Criterion. Yeah, and, also another remake. Uh, no, yeah, also another remake, and it's not. If they make it like that game, no, I will not be happy. No, about it. it's not. If you've seen any trailers, Eric, it's definitely not I, that I game. I don't want to watch it. Any it, it looks like E15 most wanted. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Just, it, I was just Except really you can drive a pickup. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> if you if you pre-order it, you get the the Ford Raptor or some shit. Yeah. But like whenever they say like, oh, we're this game is basically going to be like Burnout Paradise and. I've never played Burnout Paradise, but I've heard it's a really awesome game. And Burnout, I, I assume they're just referencing that game because Criterion made Burnout Paradise and they didn't make the first Need for Speed Most Wanted, so I don't know. I just find it weird that they don't mention that game ever. It's like, oh, that game doesn't exist. This is the first Need for Speed Most Wanted. 
It is the only one you need to know about. These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> Who would forget that this game existed? It's on the same generation console. <laughs> yes. And it's been it was voted the best Need for Speed of all time for how long? Yeah. They come out with how many other Need for Speeds and they keep they keep oh this one's the best. Yeah, well one. like I keep going back to that one. I don't I don't like the new ones as much as I like that one. Exactly. That's why and that's and that's why it's voted the best. And it's an um, easy a thousand gamer score because all you gotta do is beat the game. Oh yeah, gotta do is beat the game. Um if I haven't been playing anything else. Um, no, but I've been really tempted to play a few other games. I just can't get myself to do it because I have to. I have so many games I got to beat. Yeah. Um, otherwise, big news. Uh, I kind of want to talk about the Justice League live action movie that's going to be coming out in like ten years. <laughs> no, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, I was thinking it was two thousand fifteen. Maybe I don't know. Whatever, that's still a while. Um, well, more or less, it's just like they, they're making another Superman movie this for, that's coming out next summer or whenever. Man of Steel? And, yeah. With Zach, Zach Schneider as a director, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. Oh, people, and, people were getting really pissed because they're not using the John Williams music. Which people, makes me happy, actually, because I'm so sick of that theme song. People can suck their dick because that theme song is really dumb. Plus, they're, plus they're not going to be in general. It's just overdone. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to make something new. They're trying to make a new thing. They're not trying to, like, make a continuation of the old Superman movies, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a reboot. Yeah. Basically. And, uh... And then, like, if you've read anything about the Justice League thing, the, the biggest thing is that there's going to be a different guy playing Batman other than Christian Bale. Oh, yeah. It's not even going to be, like, the same Batman from the same universe or anything. It's going to be a totally different Batman, which is fine because, like, if you're going to do Justice League, you can't use, like, the down-to-earth, real, gritty kind of Batman that Chris Nolan did. He's got to be more of the comic book Batman more of the uh, unrealistic type things that he does. Not the one that yells at citizens saying, I'm not wearing hockey pads. I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> What's the difference between you and me? All right. Well, that's about it. That's all I got. Yeah. That's good. Because uh, we're already at 40 minutes. <laughs> Just so you guys know. Hey, that's good. That's, Greg that's never pretty decent. Up. All right, so I we're, be a long time. we're just going to move right on into our next segment. That's our topic of the week. Um, this week, we are going to be talking about how we got started into gaming. So... Let's have Greg. You can start us off. Okay. So, you know, Eric and I are brothers, so we grew up in the same house. So we can Eric and I can basically tell a story together, kind of. 
Uh, I will, at the end of yours, I will just mention what is maybe a little bit different. Well, you can like intervene. Otherwise, you, it's basically the same story. You can intervene and like add in stuff if you want at any time. Okay, so basically, Eric and I, uh, we have two older brothers than us, older than us, uh, like a lot older than us, and they had a Super Nintendo. But they would not let us touch the Super Nintendo. So we were stuck playing on a computer that we had, and this computer was a Tandy 1000, is what it was called. If you don't know what it is, you survived the apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) It's the coolest computer ever. Basically. Just Wikipedia, like it's it's not a Commodore 64 or Apple II or DOS, with, you know, like a lot of those computers people used back then, it, or or an Atari 600 or whatever or 800. It's it's a Tandy 1000. Like, I don't think anyone's probably heard of this before. They only sold uh, six actual computers <laughs> in the company. No, it's actually actually kind of no. The company still exists today. I'm pretty sure. Nope. I don't remember what. Trust me. I don't remember. Oh, okay, well, you can Wikipedia if you don't know what it is, and you'll find out. Uh, uh, one game, there's a couple games that we played on there. Uh, Paperboy. Uh, Gauntlet, which was a two-player game which Eric and I played the shit out of. Paperboy, just to input, is the most fun yet challenging game ever. It would get so hard. Seriously. Yeah, right? I love Paperboy. Uh, oh my god, that game got stupid hard. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that game was ridiculous. And then, there, you know, there's a bunch of games that we played that I just can't for life of me remember the names of because this was so long ago. But there was this ninja game that we had. It was a side-scrolling game. And you had basically three forms of attack. You could like, punch someone or... and dear god I could never figure out how to use and then I could never ever do it again so basically I would just keep dying because all I ever did was punch people <laughs> and throw the, the three ninja stars that you got and yeah you only have like three ninja stars so I'd use those up right away and I'd try and punch people and it didn't work so well so yeah I kept trying to play the game and I think I think that's where my love for ninjas originally started I'd have to say I think most people's love for ninjas started at teenage in the, ni- ninja in the 1980s. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, probably yeah, ninja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, probably in like Ninja Gaiden and stuff like that. Uh, but no, I said 1980s, but this was definitely not 1980s. I was born in 1991, so. But the computer was from like the 1980s. That's how old it was. Might have even uh, been from the 70s. No, it was definitely 80s. I think, 80, I think 83 was when that computer was first manufactured. Uh, uh, what, what's the other game that you played, Eric, that airplane game? I, I can't remember what it was, but basically all you did is you, you were flying around in a little biplane. Um, you had like your little base, and your objective was to basically bomb or 
shoot the other bases and then once you did that you moved on to the next level yeah every, every, and, time, well, you, every time you leveled up there'd be it would get harder you would have to not only destroy the bases but then you would have bogeys and you had yeah. to shoot them down yeah and they could bomb your base too yeah right but that, that, that didn't really make a difference yeah. that was only for points and then at the start of every mission, it would go. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Isn't that like the Navy or not Navy, but the Air yeah, Force song? So. Yeah. Okay, so that's basically it for the Tandy. Uh, then I was gonna talk about the Tiger handheld LCD games, but that's kind of boring. I'll just skip that. Basically, just you know, your stupid little LCD screen handheld games. Um, then through some divine intervention, our older brothers got the N64 and they kind of passed down the Super Nintendo to us. <laughs> so we got to play that. And well, I think before, before they got that, we did get a couple games for the Super Nintendo that they would have to let us play because, oh yeah, yeah like Lion King and uh, Mickey Mania. Mickey Mania, yeah. Yeah, and uh, obviously I could never beat any of those games because I was like five years old. Well, that, and then every once in a while, when they wanted someone easy to beat, they'd let us play, um, what is that? The Killer the, Instinct? Well, like, Killer Instinct, and the one with the super scope with the big robots. Oh, Mech Warrior or something like that. I can't remember the name. But yeah, those, <laughs> well, there's something like <laughs> Well, and we would also... Uh, I don't know if we did this the Super Nintendo or the N64, but we would always like sneak out early in the morning before while they were still asleep and play. Do you remember which one this was on, Eric? Oh, that was definitely a 64. Yes. <laughs> the 64, we would sneak out like 5 o'clock in the morning or something like that and play some of their games. And <laughs> one morning, so TV, the TV room was, at, the time, at the time the TV was pointed right so you could see it down the hallway. And one of our brother's rooms was right down the end of the hallway. And one morning, we're playing this, and he opens his door. And we're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and he just walks to the bathroom, gets out of the bathroom, and then walks back in his room and closes the door. And he never said anything. <laughs> so <laughs> we were thinking he must have been, like, half asleep or something like that because this was our brother who would definitely beat the shit out of us. If he caught us playing this, because, yeah, didn't want us touching the stuff, so. Back to Super Nintendo, though, we, some of the games we play, obviously, like, uh, Super Scope games, uh, Killer Instinct, for sure, was probably my personal favorite, or one of my personal favorites. Uh, what about you, Eric? Um, Killer Instinct, and now... That I have been playing um, the Sega. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of Lion King. Yeah, I love Lion King. It is actually a really good platformer. Really, really good. Kind of hard, but uh, very fun. Well, all those games were hard because they weren't, there was just, they, there was no difficulty setting. Yeah. Really? Well, on a platformer, it's kind of hard to do difficulty setting. It's just some of the jumps are really, some of the jumps are hard because like the detection, 
if you were off, if you missed a jump by like one pixel, it was like, okay. Well, I missed that. Well, fell in the lava, I'm dead. <laughs> right. Don't, uh, don't stand in the fire. Yeah, don't stand in the fire. <laughs> uh, oh, obviously also Link to the Past. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Yep, I love that game. That's actually, that's actually, and I think that actually ends up being one of my favorite Zelda games of all time. Um, some other games, Secrets of Evermore, Legends of Gaia, some, some of the major ones. Uh, that's pretty much it for, for Super Nintendo. Then, then eventually our brothers let us start playing the N64 when we got a little bit older. I think they trusted us maybe a little <laughs> bit more. I'm not really sure why. Maybe they just found a heart inside their body somewhere. Um, but yeah, some of those games, uh, obviously GoldenEye, for sure. Uh, had a lot of fun playing that. Eric, you got anything to add about GoldenEye? Multiplayer. Um, he always plays odd job, you little fucker. <laughs> Cheapest yeah. character on there. Um, I guess my favorite game on the 64 would have been Perfect Dark multiplayer. Yeah, per well, yeah Perfect Dark. Was, was, it was basically the same thing as GoldenEye, was, but you could it do was so much like, more. Yeah, it was like a clone of Perfect Dark, you know, made by the same people, but, like, made by Rare. But it was, like, it added a lot more to it. Like, you could have bots and more weapons, like, more levels. It was just better all around. And well, you could, like, play game types, like King of the Hill or... Yeah, it actually had different uh, game types. Um, King of the Hill, Capture Flag kind of stuff. Uh, kind of crap that you play online now today, so... You know, yeah. Like rare. Industry. Well, yeah, rare pretty much like paved the way for first-person shooters. I think, you know, besides like id software, like id software and and uh, rare are kind of what paved the way for first-person shooters. I feel like rare was a lot more, had a lot more to do with the multiplayer aspects of a first-person shooter where id. Yeah, and and yeah. definitely and definitely console-wise because you know id made games for a computer. Yep. And rare, and rare made games for consoles, so it was really rare who kind of paved the way on the consoles for first-person shooters. And obviously, uh, Star Fox 64. It, you guys got the reference from the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> Dual barrel roll. <laughs> uh, it's probably one of the most like iconic video game quotes of all time. Is from that game. Um. Then, obviously, there's two Zelda games that were on the N64. You got Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. And I think Majora's Mask ends up being my all-time favorite, which is probably a weird choice for a lot of people. A lot of people don't like that game. But I thought it was awesome. So That was kind of a, either a love or hate. There really, yeah. really wasn't a... Yeah, Majora's Mask is... Is what Eric said. Yeah, it's really love or hate. Like you love it or you hated it because it was so much different than any of the other Zelda games. Anything else you want to talk about, Eric? Uh, oh, you want to talk about some games that are really shitty on the N64 that we had? We played a lot of Diddy Kong Racing. 
Oh yeah, did you come racing? Shit, I forgot about that. That was a good game. Well, because we never Kong had. I played tons of Diddy Kong Racing. Game's awesome. Yeah, and like. <laughs> well, it's some people might think kind of of Diddy Kong style. Yeah, well, okay, so like people might think we're kind of weird because we didn't have like Mario 64 or uh, Diddy or, or Mario Kart 64. We didn't have like any of those kinds of games, but we had like. I don't know. My brothers must have like. I think I, I think asked. Diddy my... Kong Racing came with the '64 when they got it. I think something like that. Yeah, maybe. But I I know like. Yeah. I asked my... Or or I asked... something like Ryan bought the game because he got another controller with it or something. Yeah. Well, I asked I asked my brother I asked my brother one time why we didn't have these like Mario games and stuff. Just recently, I think he's I think he said it was because all his friends already had those games and he if you want to play them you just go over to their house, or something. Which makes sense. Like at the time, that's what you did. If someone else, if your friend had that game, you didn't buy that game because you guys would just swap cartridges. There was no playing online with each other, so you didn't need to have copies of one game. Things. Oh, Super Smash Brothers, obviously. That was where my love for Super Smash Brothers started. Uh, geez, I almost forgot that. That's that bad. Um, <laughs> Oh, and then you got Pokemon Coliseum. That was a good game. You you'll be hearing a lot more Pokemon from this point on. Oh yeah. I actually didn't. I actually didn't play Pokemon Coliseum until after I got Pokemon Game Boy. Though, which segue moving on to Game Boy Color. We got Game Boy Color. Eric and I got Game Boy Color at the same time at a certain Christmas. I don't remember what year it was. Ninety-eight, right? I think, I think we I think we determined it it was ninety-eight. Yeah, okay, so ninety-eight. We got both got Game of Colors. Eric got Pokemon Blue, I got Pokemon Red. We both got guidebooks, and for like the next year, uh we pretty much geeked the shit out of that game. And even though I had a guidebook, every time I got stuck I'd ask Eric what to do. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember like the first three hours that you played that game, Greg? Uh no, not really. And you couldn't figure out how to get outside your own house. Oh, I don't remember that, but I'm sure that's what happened. I'm you were sure almost happened. you were almost crying because you couldn't get outside <laughs> of your Dude, house. I, I was so retarded at games. Well, I don't think I'd ever played an RPG before that. Like, I think I tried playing. You know, some of the RPGs Ryan had on the Super Nintendo. I tried playing those, and I couldn't ever figure out what to do. And like, I I was the only games I was ever like remotely good at were the games where you go. Back and forth, you know, left to right side scrolling games where it's just okay, you go forward and that's how you progress. So I didn't know what to do. Like, even though I had a guidebook, for some reason I'd keep asking you and I could just open this guidebook and find out what to do. And then you had a charge dart before you even got to Grandma's house. Six hour charge, six hour car ride, and you had a charge dart. <laughs> <laughs> was that really what happened? I think it was either to or back home. So I. Okay. Cause I remember I thought, you you had yeah. trained your charger like your charmander. Yeah. You trained it so high that it wouldn't listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I pulled the I pulled the thing where I hate now when I see the other kids doing that. They like train their one guy to like a super high level, then all their other Pokemon are like still level five. Cause they never use them. And that so pisses annoying. me off. I hate yeah I hate that. Cause like they challenge you to battle and you just kick the shit out of them because they have this one strong Pokemon. Now all you gotta do is send out some Pokemon that's super effective against it. And then the rest of the battle is like, takes two seconds. 
It's like, oh man, how'd you beat me? I wonder why, you dumb little shit. <laughs> why not play the game? And then you have a level 95 Charizard. Yeah, so I was one of those dumb snot those kids. I was in third grade at the time, so you gotta cut me some slack. No, no slack. And that was like right at the time where Pokemon just fucking hit America like a brick. Like, there was the anime. Like a fucking shitstorm on ice. Yeah, there was the anime uh, in the morning, there was the cars, there was the game, and if you went to school, you didn't know one person who wasn't, or like one guy at least. There was no, none of your friends who were not playing Pokemon, or at least didn't know like what Pokemon was. They, they were doing something Pokemon. They were either watching the TV show, playing the card game, playing the video game, or doing all three, which in the case I was, and Eric was. <laughs> And what I don't think we ever really played the card game, Eric, because we didn't know how. We just collected the cards. We attempted to play a couple of times, kind of made up our own rules and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, we kind of just, we kind of did it like how the game played it, didn't we? Kind of. Something like that. We just made our own rules up, whatever yeah. we felt. We didn't like using energy cards. Yeah, I hated that. I thought that was stupid because I'm like, you don't have to use energy in the game, so why the hell would I use energy? Because you kind of did because you had the PP. Yeah, I was gonna say you still had energy. Cause it, yeah. But well, the thing is, we just didn't appreciate strategy at that point. No, what not whatsoever we didn't. So yeah. Anyways, that's Pokemon. Then. Limbs. Then I got. Uh, I think the next year after that, either nineteen ninety nine or two thousand, I got PlayStation. I think it was 2001 because I asked for I asked for a GameCube. You and me asked for a GameCube, Rick, right? But I ended up getting a PlayStation instead. And like, I I was still young, so I didn't give a fuck. Like, I'm like, ah, video games. <laughs> so we had a lot of fun with that. Uh, Crash Team Racing, Eric. Yeah. That, right? Yep. How do I not remember that? Yeah. Believe it or not, Naughty Dog used to not make good, like, really awesome cinematic games like Uncharted. They used to make Crash Bandicoot games. Are you talking about <laughs> Bandicoot is just like Uncharted? Oh, exactly I know, right? the same. But anyways, uh, uh, Crash Team Racing was this awesome, like, today... Still to this day, it's my favorite kart racing game. I like it better than probably any any Mario Kart game. It like to show you how much this game has influenced me. When you go off of a jump uh, in that game, you can there's a button you can press to jump, and if you get like a high enough jump, when you land on the ground, you do a boost. And to this day, whenever I play a kart racing game, I do that even though it doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, and then we played Spyro. Uh, yeah, Spyro and Crash Team and Crash Bandicoot are both, you know, PlayStation iconic games. But for some reason, Sony decided they weren't going to keep those games anymore, so they're not Sony games anymore. Doesn't Activision own them? Yeah, Activision owns both those games now, and basically they're dead. So that was kind of lame. Um, and then. <laughs> We had this game called Siphon Filter, which is another <laughs> Sony game. And 
this Eric's laughing because <laughs> we never really actually played this game, but we would just go through the first level, and you started out with a, a gun and a taser, but we never used the gun. We would use a taser because if you taser someone for long enough, they started on fire. <laughs> and we would just basically play the entire game just tasering people, every single one of them, until they started on fire. And they just sit there and scream and then crumple to the ground <laughs> while burning still. And it's, I don't know, we were sick, sadistic bastards or something. Yeah, I don't know. seriously, that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> It was um, a, it was the first of its kind, and we didn't know what we were doing. We just thought fine. it was awesome. When, yeah. When Halo One came out, and you could beat grunts up until they like made the whole building turn blue. Or blue. Yeah. Right. That's, that's oh, what I would do. Every everyone did that. Everyone did that. I still yeah. do this when I play Halo Two. Oh yeah. Um. And then after that, I'll I'll kind of move this along. We're trying to take off time. Uh. Uh. We got both got Game Boy Advance. At the same time, and some of the kind of games that we played from there, probably Fire Emblem, which is one of my favorite series ever. Um, and then Pokemon, obviously. Like I said, you'll be hearing a lot of Pokemon. Um, Eric, anything you want to add? Anything else that you remember we played besides Fire Emblem or Pokemon? Um, nothing really too important or big, I guess. Yeah, that was. Those were pretty much the two big games. Well, Final Fantasy Tactics, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta add that in there. Yeah, I played the sh- I played the shit out of that game. Yep. Um, then, uh, Eric and I didn't own an Xbox, but Xbox actually played a big part in our love for video games. I would say because it was kind of a tradition or kind of a, a little thing that the swim team did at our high school. We would all get together, and everyone who had an Xbox would bring their Xbox on TV. And we'd all play Halo or Halo 2. Mostly Halo 2. Um, and we'd all system link it together so we'd have giant team battles. And it was like probably one of my favorite video game memories. Like just being in a room with like all your friends playing Halo. That was really fun. Like you, Ryan, you remember that too. Oh, yeah. you were there. I, I'll, be, I'll be touching on that a little bit as I talk about. Hi. Just like you touch little boys. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly All right, and then, what I was gonna say. Yeah. How'd you know? Yeah. Well, we know you so well. Exactly. Uh, all right, then moving on. You got GameCube, and on GameCube, you know, you got uh, Metroid, Zelda, Luigi's Mansion, Pokemon. Like I said, Pokemon, often. Okay, Eric, anything you want to say about the GameCube? Um, did you say Super Smash Brothers? Oh, Super Smash Brothers, damn it. Bro, yes, Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> I'm sorry, Forgetting geez. all your Smash Brothers. Well, I keep forgetting Smash Brothers because forgot, all these games I the, mentioned. You forgot, you forgot the, the, uh, the biggest one of them all. And I can't What's even that? remember what it's called right now. Oh, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, hell yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I freaking love Animal Crossing. Man, I'm glad you guys are here because, you know, sometimes my brain can't remember all these things. It's been a while. Yep, yep. Understandable. Yeah, so Super Smash Bros. Yeah, Super Smash Bros. Melee, Melee, Animal Crossing, Zelda, Wind Waker. My gosh, such good games. Luigi's Mansion, too. You can't forget 
or or Super Mario Sunshine. Can't forget those games. I think GameCube probably had some of the most iconic and most fun games. GameCube was for, definitely for me at least. Well, probably one of the, uh, Xbox and, and and PlayStation Two definitely had it beat on graphics, but I think minus Halo, I think GameCube won. Mm, yeah. Well, GameCube won for me. I mean, obviously, it, it had the worst sales out of all the three. But like to me, I like Nintendo games, so obviously, I'm gonna get a Nintendo system. It's gonna be because. Nintendo makes the games that I like the most. Like, I don't know, they just get me, I guess. And then after that, uh, again, Eric and I both got Nintendo DS on the same Christmas. Kind of a recurring theme that Eric and I get the same thing for Christmas. Uh, and again, uh, Pokemon, obviously. Then Fire Emblem, and for me. And then Final Fantasy 3 and 4, that was actually, I think, one of my first introductions to Final Fantasy. Because, uh, uh, you know, there's Final Fantasy 7 and 8 on PlayStation, but I never really played them. I watched my brother, my oldest brother Ryan, play them. But I never really got into them until much later. Um, but yeah, so DS was actually my first introduction to Final Fantasy. Then after that... Uh, uh, in 2008, we got the Wii, and more Pokemon, and more Fire Emblem, <laughs> and Super Smash Brothers. There, I didn't finish Smash Bros. that time. One of the best games there. There you and go. Obviously, there's a lot of games, but I'm going to cut Forget some time. Forget about Wii Sports. Uh, no one cares about that. And then, you know, and then now I have Xbox 360 and PS3, and, you know, stuff. Eric, anything else you want to add? To the Wii? To anything. Um, this newest generation. Continue to play World of Warcraft, and I didn't have my own computer, so I'm like, well, ugh. I'll get an Xbox 360 and play Dragon Age and Mass Effect. And Call of Duty Modern for 2. But yeah, so that's pretty much the origins of our video gamingness. A lot of Nintendo stuff. Obviously, because you know, I love Nintendo. Eric likes Nintendo, probably not as much as I do, but I feel like Nintendo like, pretty, paved the way for a lot of the young generation. Uh, definitely. Uh, I didn't even know like other video game things existed besides Nintendo until I got a PlayStation. <laughs> like one, I'm like at least I don't remember like. I think one time I went over to a friend's house and they had a Genesis. I'm like, what is this thing? <laughs> like, it's a Sega Genesis. I'm like, what the hell is this? What the hell is this thing? <laughs> what are Sonic? <laughs> I don't think they played Sonic. They played, like, uh, Batman and Robin or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a terrible game. I, I, I remember it not being so good, yeah. Actually, it might have actually been a Dreamcast. It might have been that late. It might have been... I can't remember. It was either... Man, I can't remember. It was some weird device that I thought was from another world, so I... Yeah. Some All right, craziness. Ryan, Ryan you, you're up, bro. Yeah, mine's not near as in detail as your guys'. I can't even That's tell you okay. a specific date. We're already, we're already like an hour and a half in, so... 
Yeah, we're at hour 10 minutes in. Um, so and I'll kind of brush through mine a little quicker since a lot of the stories seem to be pretty similar to yours. Um, however, I started out with the Nintendo. Um, my dad owned one before me, or yeah, before me and my brother were born. So uh, Nintendo played a huge role in my life through, I couldn't tell you how old I was. I, I mean, I played it up until probably like fourth or fifth grade. I had other games to play, but Nintendo dominated my life. Um, we were fortunate enough to get my aunt and uncle's Nintendo with all of their games, which was like 60-plus Nintendo games. Um, so I played tons of, tons of different games. Um, but with Nintendo, like, me and my brother would geek Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. That was just the most fun yep. game ever. Um we played tons and tons of uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 and the first Super Mario game and just Mario no, Doki, Brothers. Doki Panic. What's that? No Doki Doki Panic? No, no Doki Doki Panic. I hated that game. I did not play that game <laughs> until like I was in third, ga- or third grade and I was like, what the hell is this? This is stupid. Um, this isn't Mario Brothers. Yeah, this like, is not. Why is there radishes everywhere? <laughs> um, we also played a game called Legendary Wings, which I don't know if you guys ever heard of that game. I've heard of it, yeah. But it's like a, it's like a game where you, I don't. What are those? How do you describe those games where like, the sh- like the spaceships like come flying at you and you sit at the bottom of the screen and shoot at them? Oh. Top-down shooter? Yeah, it was like a top-down shooter, but like the flying version. But you could like move across the screen wherever you wanted to. It's basically like... It's basically like uh, I know exactly what you're talking basically about. Basically like Gradius. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or yeah. Or bar. Yep. And then like you could shoot these holes into these like faces on the ground. And if you shot a hole into them, you went into these like secret rooms. And then it would turn into a uh, side-scrolling game. Kind of like a platformer, but more like Contra. And then you'd go through that, and then there would be, like, bosses at the end of those. And then you'd leave those, and then just continue on shooting from the sky on your wings. And you just keep doing this for, like, hours and hours. I never beat the game. I have no idea. I don't even remember if there was a story in the game. You just flew around and shot shit, if no, I remember. Well, it's an it's a NES game, so there probably wasn't much story to it. Yeah, it, it, was, so, um, it was so addictingly fun, though. Do you have any do you have any uh, interesting stories about uh, your top loader or your spring loader not working? I'm assuming you had a spring loader. Um yeah, we we had spring loaders and we we had three Nintendos when I grew up. And so yeah. if one didn't work, <laughs> we shared. simply just moved on to the next one. <laughs> we um we had a we had a TV in me and my brother's room. Uh and so, and we had a bunk bed, and so we would, like, if we woke up really early in the morning, or if we stayed up super late, like, we would just sit there and play Nintendo, turn off the TV at wherever we would stop playing the game, and then just turn it back on to where we left off, and, like, that's what we did all the time, like, I'm surprised. That I... was how you saved games back in the day. Yeah, it, it, was, it was intense. Well, uh, see, here's the, the crappy part, uh, for, for in America... Uh, we did not get the disc add-on, so in 
in Japan, they got the disk drive add-on, which basically used, you know, floppy disks instead of cartridges. Oh, so and much better. It had, it, yeah, it had more space, so uh, actually all these games, like, you know, Zelda and Mario, they actually had a save feature. That's awesome. Well, we... We didn't. Yeah, kind of crappy. Um, with, uh, with my aunt and uncle's games they gave us, they also gave us a Game Genie, which... For those of you nice. who just, I don't know, you're too young or something, Game Genies was a booklet full of codes, and you couldn't just punch the codes into your game. You had to put this special device onto your cartridge and then put yep. that into your Nintendo, and then there'd yep. be a screen that hopefully loaded up. Sometimes you would have to do this six or seven times before the screen actually loaded, and you would yep. then and... punch in the code... And start the game regularly, yeah. and they would give you like ten extra lives or whatever it was. I got a, I got an interesting, I got an interesting tidbit here, guys. Uh, so Nintendo actually tried to file a lawsuit against the guys who made Game Genie. I can't remember who they are. And the outcome of that lawsuit was that once people bought the game, they can mod that game however they want. Because they oh, own really? it. And and that actually is what paved the way for mods in current day. That is that is really cool. Like, yep, that's why that's basically why mods exist now. Because Nintendo sued. <laughs> Try suing the guys who made Game Genie. Fun fact of the day. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. So then I also played uh, like Duck Hunt, which was a really fun game. You know, with the pistol and stuff like that. I, however, did not just yep. put my uh, uh, zapper up to the screen. I shot from a distance. Cheaters. Me and me and my brother would have contests. We would put duct tape on the ground or regular tape or whatever or something and yeah. toy or whatever, and we would see who Kinda could like a do the line for duck hunt. Yeah, see who could do the best from like certain distances and stuff, and we we would like Jimmy rig or Nintendo to be as far away as the t from the TV as we could, so we could get our controller super far away and stuff like that. It was nice. It was intense. Um, Extension cords. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, eventually we got some really crappy old computer. It wasn't like a floppy disk computer. It had a CD drive and stuff in it and whatnot, but it was a really piece of garbage computer. And uh, so we played, like, Wolfenstein. Wait. Who didn't silence their phone? Yeah, seriously. What? <laughs> Nothing, just keep going. <laughs> I also heard a Facebook noise earlier. Yeah, I'm on to you guys. <laughs> I have headphones in, so... Um, yeah. Yeah, you got us there. Eric. Eric has headphones in, too. Maybe it was you. You got monsters like that, man? I don't have Facebook loaded. Neither do I. Maybe you're just hearing things. I don't know. Um. Yeah, so that was about my... Early childhood was playing some Wolfenstein with the PCs, and Wolfenstein playing... 3D or Wolfenstein's Castle or which one? Wolfenstein 3D is no, no. What's the original one? Wolfenstein's Castle, I think. Yeah, wh whatever the original was, we played that, and we played like a whole bunch of like knockoff games of Wolfenstein, which are super fun too. And then I had this like yeah. weird like frog game. I have no idea what, what how to describe it. Frogger. No, no, it was like a side-scrolling platformer. Um, 
And then, yeah, I have no idea how to describe that game. I don't know what it was or what it would be. It was some unheard of game. I played tons and tons and tons of just terrible games as I grew up. Like, I oh, had, same here. I had no idea what a good game was, and so I just played all the worst ones. All the time. Well, speaking, you still don't, kind of. Speaking, uh, of, speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of Ninja Turtles, or, like, I guess it was a while ago when you talked about Ninja Turtles, but... Uh, Eric and I had Ninja Turtles for our computer, and I think every single time we turned on that computer, we tried to play that game because, well, the discs didn't work. Something <laughs> happened to them; they didn't, they didn't work anymore. But it, they worked at one point, <laughs> so we just thought that maybe if we kept trying, it would work. So oh, I yeah. think for like for like a, a, a long stretch of time, we would try like every single day to get those discs to work. It was really ridiculous oh, actually i forgot to mention as we're talking about the game genie um i also what i was saying before with that um my aunt uncle also gave us this cleaning kit for our cartridges so anytime they didn't work we didn't even try blowing on them we just had this like thing that you put your cartridge like you put this like chemical inside it and it, like just yeah. cleaned it all out and then we had this thing that you put into your console and that like cleaned yeah, it all out had. too yeah we had one of those for our super nintendo as well yeah, so like we never had problems with. I don't our think I. No, I never used it. I never used it though. I always just gave it the old Nintendo treatment. <laughs> Dude, if you didn't blow, you didn't play video games. Yeah, Ryan, come on, you're not a true gamer. Trust me, I'm a true gamer. You I pompous just, ass. I was just privileged with my nice uh, cartridge you cleaner. Rich, rich motherfucker. <laughs> no, not really. Um, <laughs> so then after you pretentious that. Pretentious asshole. You're a dick. So okay. after that, I kind of got into um, going over to my friend's house. I had a friend who had tons of different video games. He had, like, the Nintendo and the N64 and the Super Nintendo and stuff like that. So I'd go over there, like, every single day and just play whatever game he felt like playing. I didn't really care. Just, like, whatever. Um, and Here. I continued to play my Nintendos. And uh, so that was, like, my life from, like, whenever I started playing video games, which is pretty young age, till like fifth grade like no lie i just played nintendo and i had i had like i obviously got into the pokemon uh craze i had my game boy color and i had uh pokemon blue my brother had pokemon red and we got hardcore into sounds the, familiar yeah right we got hardcore into the trading card game uh my brother actually played by the rules because they weren't hard if you just followed the instructions well uh, i don't think we are I had to teach Greg. You had to remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Well, for one thing, I don't remember there even ever being instructions. I don't remember ever seeing any type of instructions. If like, you got just a, got the cards and. If you got a starter kit. Yeah, like that was the thing. I don't think Eric and I ever got a starter pack. We just yeah, we did. Pack. Yeah, we did. did we? Yeah. Some well, we bought them. a huge. We bought a huge thing because we had like a plane net too, didn't we? Yeah. Some of the first starter kits came with a playing mat, and the playing mat came with instructions on how to play. It there also was came with the little like, hit point just, markers and Yeah, I just didn't want to learn. Yeah, you just, you're like, oh, this is too hard. Let's just play it the way we always did. Yeah, why not? We were playing Yu-Gi-Oh, I think, shortly after that. So I'm like, I don't want to learn two card games. I just want to learn one card game. Yu-Gi-Oh was hard enough for me. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh I never got into. I was like, this, what is this? Dude, Yu-Gi-Oh was actually a much like. I'm not, That's I actually love, a really good card game. I love Pokemon, yeah. but Yu-Gi-Oh was way better than Pokemon. Nah, dude, Pokemon. Yeah. 
Pokemon is just a much better video game than a card game. Yeah. Um, Alright, continue. So yeah, I played my Pokemon Blues, and then one of my buddies got Pokemon Yellow, and I was like, what the fuck, you fuck stupid. And I laughed at him for having Pokemon Yellow, and I was like, why do you have a Pikachu Why would you yell laugh at him, bro? Because Pokemon Yellow is the most stupid game I've ever seen. It's why? like, hey, let's why? try and sell, let's try and sell a game and just add a Pikachu that follows you, and then let's just make sure that the Pikachu can surf, and that's it. Cool. Okay, so here's the thing, bro. Pokemon, Pokemon Okay, so they they release a third Pokemon game to every generation. Yeah, I know that. I understand. with Yellow. Stupid, I understand. And Yellow and Yellow has the most stuff added into it than any other one. Yeah, but Yellow I actually it. Yellow Yellow actually has a lot of stuff added besides just the Pikachu following you. The only thing anyone ever noticed is the Pikachu and it's dumb. So, cuz you can get all three starter Pokemon. Jesse and James from the cartoon are actually in the thing. And yeah, 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 yeah. I remember like all this of... shit. And uh, yeah, dude, trust me, I know everything because I own, I own like every Pokemon game. Because they're all dumb. Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Red, and Silver and Gold are the only good ones. Uh, well, I disagree. They're the only ones I ever remember anything from, <laughs> but they're not the only good ones. Oh, they're definitely the only good ones. And only Pokemon nah. Blue and Red are the, actually the only really no. good ones. No, no, no. Yeah. Ryan. So true. Shut up, this is my time to speak. I thought you were going to speak for 25 minutes. Yeah. So shut your mouth. Okay, oh, then... Alright, we're just going to be done with this podcast then. Well, Thank you, Greg. just keep talking. Just keep talking, he'll come back. Um... Yeah, he'll come back eventually. Uh, so, then eventually I got my Dreamcast. And uh, I absolutely fell in love with that. I played uh, Soul Calibur. You're Calibre. one of those guys, huh? Yeah. You're, you're Sega guy. No, I'm not a Sega guy. I just owned a Dreamcast because <laughs> it was the most superior console at the time. Oh, well, yeah. In 1999, yeah. PlayStation 2 and Xbox hadn't come out yet. Yeah. What? biggest console that didn't make it yeah yeah so i played tons and tons of uh soul calver and uh crazy taxi you guys remember that game which is super fun yeah yeah it doesn't know crazy taxi uh, i i remember the more popular or that not the more popular but probably I don't know, maybe the more popular Simpsons Road Rage or Hit and Run or whichever one it was. I played Road Rage on Xbox. Straight ripoff. Straight ripoff of Crazy Taxi. That game was pretty fun. Um, Yeah. Then Hit. There was two of them. There was Hit and Run and Road Rage. One of them was a ripoff of Crazy Taxi, and one of them was a ripoff of GTA. I think Hit and Run was GTA know. and Road Rage was Crazy Taxi. Because I had Road Rage and that was t- it was just like driving people around. Okay. Alright. Sorry uh, to interrupt you again. No, it's fine. I also had this game. I, I'm i so terrible with names, but I had this game where like you played as like this little, like these toy, like you could play as a tank, you could play as a Jeep, you could play as like an airplane. You know, like you're like these little toys and you would like play against your friends or play against bots and like you'd be in like a kitchen or you'd be in a dining room or a basement or something like that like those were the maps i totally know what you're talking about and it was I totally know what you're talking about 
but I can't remember the name of the game. I, I can't remember it. It's it, it was one of my favorite games like growing up. It was so much fun. I love that game. It was <laughs> it was awesome. Um, then I played like really stupid games, the terrible version of Rayman. Uh, I don't know, just a whole bunch of boring dumb games because I was a dumb immature kid. And then hey I, hey, you don't gotta put yourself down. No, I really, I really was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I got an Xbox. Again, I have no idea when I got any of this stuff. And uh, my brother bought you Halo. Kept precise records. I know, right? I should have known that eventually I'd make a podcast and uh, wouldn't want to talk about this. Um, Not sure so, what a podcast was. So I got, I got a, I got Halo. My brother bought it for us. And we would play that game non-stop, like, all the time. We got it right around Christmas one year. And we stayed up, like, the first night we got it, we stayed up till 4 o'clock in the morning playing it. We got to, like, the last level, and we were too tired, so we quit. And then the next day, we, like, beat it right away, and then we immediately went and played it again. And we just, like... Oh, man, my least favorite part about the Halo campaign is when you get to the freaking library... And just level after level of fight and flood. So annoying. Hated it for... <laughs> yeah, that was that was awful. I agree. Yeah. Um, we never really played multiplayer. I played multiplayer a couple times with uh, you, Eric, and John, and Alex. Uh, sometimes you guys you guys would come over to my place after practice. We'd play yep. some Halo multiplayer. That was, that was before we really got together big time like we did with Halo 2. Yep, yep. And then, uh, I don't really remember a whole lot of Xbox games that I played. I played tons of sports games because my brother was obsessed with sports games. And I, I hated them. I was really bad at them. And he, he would always just put me as, like, a defensive end in, like, football games. And that's, like, all I did. And then I was, like, yeah. a running back in... Like on offense, and I would never run the ball. He would just throw it to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the typical Big Brother thing. Yeah, to do. yeah. And I played, I played a, a Midnight. What is that game? It's a racing game. Uh, Midnight Club Midnight. Yeah, yeah. I played that game a lot, and then one day I lost the disc, and I got really sad. And oh, Star Wars Battlefront Two. I geeked that oh game gosh. to no end. I, oh my gosh. I got that game for my birthday. Uh, I don't remember what birthday that was. I couldn't tell you. That had to have been like my... Mm, I don't know. I, I don't know. Anyways, and I geeked the shit out of that game. And Dude. Yeah, I love that game. Yeah, me and, me and one of my friends, that's all we did. We would either play it at his house or we would play it at my house. Usually we played it at his house because he had a huge screen TV. Um, yeah, one of, one of my really good friends had a game on PS2, and that's literally what we did almost every day when we hung out with us to play Battlefield Battlefront yeah. 2. Yeah. Um, so then eventually got Halo 2, obviously, and when I got Halo 2... The rest is history. Yeah, the rest is history, really. I mean, my literally, like you said earlier, my greatest memories seriously have come from playing Halo 2 with the swim team, either at, like, John's house or mine or wherever, Evans. Oh, yeah, in John's basement. That's the iconic place, man. Yep, yep. Or, or uh, Plotz's basement. Yeah, I mean, that, that game was just... 
so much fun. That really, really, really drove me. Like, if I wasn't in video game, into video games enough, that game put me over the edge. I loved playing that game, and I just wanted to play more and more video games. Um, so then I started playing, like, a lot more PC games. Like Eric said, we started playing RuneScape a lot alongside that game, and uh, eventually we got into WoW, obviously. And, uh, yeah, you guys left me in the dust. I played a bunch of other, like, shittier PC games. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, we did. You just didn't want to play our But I rose. Those. I rose from the ashes like a phoenix. <laughs> and hey, I got quick, to, quick, like, quick tidbit. RuneScape has over 200 million accounts. Like, That's... what, what, current event, current accounts? Like, people still playing? I, I, there's just 200 million accounts. So I, I doubt they're all still playing. Oh, I, sp there's speaking no of, way. speaking well, of RuneScape real quick. Speaking of RuneScape real quick, there was like a, a news thing like last summer that the makers of RuneScape were going to be making a Transformers MMO. Whatever happened to that? Yeah, I heard about that. I don't know. RuneScape. <laughs> RuneScape. Um, no, actually, <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt that RuneScape still has 200, you said 200 million? 200 million. I don't know if it's that many, but I know um, like my roommate in college, one of my roommates, he would, he had like 17 accounts, I think. And what he did, Why? he had a program that ran, and all it would do is, like, mine stuff and, like, collect stuff for him. And it, like, just auto-played the game for him. And then he would sell the his accounts to this, like, Asian company or something like that. And then they would sell that account to, like, actual people. And he would make, he would make a couple hundred dollars a week doing that. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, because the game's free to play. I mean, jeez. Yep. Yeah, so like, like I, that's why I don't, I wouldn't imagine them having like two hundred million accounts just because, like, there's people in Asia that like China. That's all they do. Like, they sit there and farm RuneScape, and then sell the accounts. Yeah, dude, they're sitting in sweatshops and yep. dollar an hour. Exactly. So, yeah, um, I don't know, it's kind of blurry. I got a Nintendo Wii at some point there and played lots of shitty Nintendo games. Uh, the best ones, though, were, hey. like, were like Super Smash Brothers Brawl, obviously. And, uh, Are the... you sure that they were just shitty Wii games, not Nintendo games? Um, I think that's what you meant. Yeah, that's probably what I meant. I, I, never actually, I think Brawl was the only actual Nintendo game I owned. Because, like, I had Godfather, Black Hand Edition. Yeah, that I think was, so. So you, yeah. had, you had Godfather, that's a good game. Yeah, that, like, I was just listening to my favorite game. Godfather is a week. great game. And Godfather, Smash Brothers Brawl. Yeah. Um, there was one other decent game that I played. I don't remember it, though, so it wasn't that good, obviously. Biggs? No. Um, God, I can't remember it. I don't know. What was all the games that I borrowed you? Link's crossbow training. No, I didn't have shitty Link's crossbow training. No one? No one? No one gets that joke? Okay, alright, never mind. I don't know what the games you loaned me, I don't remember. You're supposed to remember these things. All right? I remember you, all the games I remember you, the only games I remember are Godfather and Super Smash Brothers. The only two games I cared about that you. I feel like there was a third game. I know. There was, there was, there was like two more games, but I can't remember them. Yeah. Yeah, then Twilight Princess. No, no, I brought that from Sam. I never played that I game. I don't all those games online anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, then eventually <laughs> I got a 360. 
and I played that all the time. And I still play that, like, I don't play it as much anymore, but... Yeah, I mean, from then on, like, eventually got a PS3, and I still play lots of PC games, like we mentioned earlier in this podcast. So... Yeah, that's, that's how I got right. my roots. I still... Yeah. Favorite game of all time? Favorite game of all time? All time. God, I don't Everything know if I can answer it. I can't answer it on the spot. How about we save it until next week? Yeah. Or next podcast. I, I can't just think of that on the spot. That's a really tough I need some question. time to ponder on that one. Yeah, list out your pros and cons, huh? Exactly. I gotta make a list. I need to make gotta, a couple spreadsheets. spreadsheets. Yeah. Get some formulas out. Probably probably get a whiteboard. Okay. Um. So the next segment is uh, something that we're gonna do as much as possible. I don't know how often it will happen, but hopefully we can do one every single time we record a podcast. And if we keep a record of doing one every two months, then yeah, we should be able to do it. Um. This segment is titled (laughs) "Awesomely." Uh, Greg answers Ryan's stupid Nintendo questions. So, um, I have, I have two questions for you this week, um, just in case the first one is just unrealistically hard, um, so okay. I'll, I'll just go ahead and ask it, um. Well, well you can explain how it works first. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. So, basically, Greg has an extensive knowledge of Nintendo games, or Nintendo in general. Well, I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say extensive. You have, you have I wouldn't a, say extensive. You have way more. I'd say smarter than, than the average bear. Huh? Yeah. So so and I'm gonna try and come up with questions that will stump him, and eventually we're hoping that people will either email us or tweet us or Facebook us or whatever questions to ask Greg, and so that I don't have to keep coming up with them, and just try and as hard as we can to stump Greg. Um, but I feel like this first one I might just stump you right off the bat. Did you play Zelda Ocarina of Time? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, the question is, what did the Zora suit do for you in The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time? What did the Zora, the Zora suit? suit? Yes. And obviously, if you don't know, I'll give what you the multiple choice. did it do for you? Yeah, what's what it, did it do for you? Once you breathe underwater. Ding, 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 Once ding. you breathe underwater. All right. Yeah. My other my other question was uh what is or which of the following is not a traditional color of Yoshi? Oh black. Um yeah, I guess black would be one. White was the other one. Otherwise blue, green, <laughs> yellow, and red. But black wasn't I don't know. Yeah. I guess. Black wasn't one of your choices? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did. I, mean, I, guess, I guess you could have said yeah. magenta. You could have said flipping like a million other colors. Oh, I <laughs> I guess I should have let you ask the multiple choice. Yeah. Give me the choices I was, first. I was, I was just about to give you the choices. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the choices were blue, green, white, yellow, and red. Oh, I would have said white for yeah. sure. Alright, do you want me to keep asking you? I have, like, a couple of them here. I can keep asking you. Oh, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Alright. Um, here's here's one that's probably not going to be... Okay, if you don't get this right, you're, I'm going to call you dumb. Um, what was um, uh, dumb. Mario called before he was called Mario? 
Jumpman. Jumpman. Um, what color are Kirby's feet? I'll give you choices. Red. Just, okay. Yeah, red. Dick. I don't know, Dan. Choices. What was a what was a Kirby's nemesis name? Was uh, which one? Nemesis? He has more than one. His most prominent original one. nemesis. Yeah. King DDD. Yep. Oh my god, this one's impossible. I'm gonna ask you anyways. Um, who is okay. Charles <laughs> Martinet? Who is Charles Martinet? Who's Charles. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll give you the multiple choice for this. Okay, well, no, before you give can I just ask one clue? Yep. Is he a recent guy at Nintendo or an old guy at Nintendo? He's old. Okay, alright, give me choices. Okay, um, A, president of Nintendo. B. Of America? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, don't, okay, it, well, I mean, it doesn't okay. specify. It just says president of Nintendo. Obviously, it's not going to be a Japanese. His yeah. name is Charles for crying out loud. So, yeah, yeah president of America. Well, I, I, know the, America. I know the president. I know the president. Um, yeah. uh, an artist for Nintendo. A Japanese musician for Nintendo. A game designer <laughs> for Nintendo. Or uh, the voice artist who does Mario's voice. Oh, he's a voice artist who does who does Mario. Yeah. That is yeah. Correct. Okay. As soon as you said that, I recognized the name. Yeah, I knew that. Um, I don't know. I think that's all I have for you this week. I can I can ask you this really 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 stupid one. Which of the okay, following? Go for it. Which of the following is not an, a traditional Zelda character? Um, I'm gonna probably butcher these names though. Uh, Choo Choo. Goron. That's one. That's one. Koopa. Deku. That's Zora. not one. It's Koopa. Koopa, yeah. That one was way too easy. It's obviously a Mario villain. Except there, except there are Koopas in Link's Awakening in the first dungeon. Is it really? Yep. Why? Why not? <laughs> Dude, they tried to put they tried to put Mario things in like every single Nintendo game in the early days. That's true. Yeah. All right, that's that's all I Don't have. Don't ask to do me why I know week. that. You want to know why I know that? Yeah, why do you know that? Because I just played that game like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't seem as smart, do I? I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have given away. Yeah, you're secret. Damn, I'm a bad magician. You ain't no David Blaine. <laughs> yeah. I'll have better right. questions for you next week. Those okay. are just Or maybe we'll have maybe we'll have some viewers. Yeah, maybe we'll have someone who Yeah, right. We lost to... our viewers. We gotta get them back. One question we'll say right now that you can't ask if you do off the off chance email us or whatever us in is you can't ask what what specific date did uh, Mario come out at? Because no one knows. Yeah, it's a trick question. Because only I know that answer. <laughs> well, you gotta be more specific. You can't ask the direct. You can't ask the exact date for the American release of Super Mario. Bros. Yeah, you could ask. You could ask Japanese release. You could ask the month, I guess, if you wanted to. I think they have it down to the month and the year. But Greg will just tell you those answers because he knows them already. 
but I know the American one because I saw it in a dream. Yeah. <laughs> in a dream. <laughs> that's good. All right. Um, all right. That's about all we have for you this podcast. I mean, it's been an hour and 40 minutes. I think it was a good hour. You got to learn a little bit about us. I have one more. I have one more thing. No, that's it's not on my notes. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Um, uh, for all you guys who are awesome enough to listen to our podcast, I have a code here for. Oh yeah. Pixel Junk 4AM, which is a game for PlayStation. Uh, it's a move game, by the way. I actually really don't know anything about this game. It's really uh, but awesome. I, know it's... I got an 8 out of 10 in my head. So get it or take it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I could have done more research, but it's a move game, and I don't own move, so that's why I'm giving this code away. Uh, so if you have a PlayStation Move, or if you just want this code for shits and giggles, then uh, here we go. The person with the fastest fingers gets it. Uh, 6DLT4HNP4NHT. And there you go. That code will give you Pixel Junk 4AM. I'm totally going to take that now and download it. <laughs> or the PlayStation yet. 3. <laughs> Alright, awesome. Thank you for that, Greg. We will not yep. ever again have codes for you guys unless for some godforsaken uh, reason. I don't know. I don't well, know. I, I guess you know, if, I guess if I'm I I'm a nice guy. I, I like if, our I like our fans. I might get them something every once in a while. I guess if I keep getting uh IGM prime codes that I don't use I'll, Exactly, there you go. I'll do I'll do that from now on. I give the last one to John. But maybe I'll just start giving away on here, so John can just take him off of here. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually might have something for next week already. Awesome, wonderful. All right. Um. So that was podcast episode two. Uh, we'll throw in some plugs before we leave. You can uh, find us at facebook.com/slash/cybertronradio. Uh, it's our Facebook page. We have a Twitter for. Just our podcast, and that's uh, at Cybertron Radio. Um, I also have my own Twitter you can follow me uh, on. I don't post a whole lot, but I'll try if I ever get fans. Uh, it's at Tregatron, T-R-A-G-A-T-R-O-N. Uh, Greg has one as well, and he can tell you that. Uh... Mine is Gregimus Prime. Or at Gregimus Prime. E-R-E-G-I-M-U-S-P-R-I-M-E. Yeah. And then Eric also has one. I guess we can plug. Uh, his is at the Bear Jew. Eric, you can spell that out. I don't remember how it's spelled. Uh, it's capital T. Well, okay. H-A. Capital T. The capital letters don't matter. Well, Dude, I'm gonna say it anyway because that's right, how it's okay. spelled. All right, go ahead. All right, oh. right. Now, 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 I gotta start all over. I was right. already almost done. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it'd be T H A B E A R J U, the Bear Jew. And then, uh, we'll, don't, what about our? We'll also be what posting. About our, uh, we'll also be posting these podcasts. Email address. Oh yeah, we haven't. I forgot to put that And on. our actual website? Yeah, I was just going to say our website. Um, our website's cybertronradio.blogspot.com. Uh, we'll be posting the podcast on there. 
uh, most of the time just because we have not yet found a feasible way to post it onto iTunes eventually. Hopefully that's free. One day. Yeah, that's free. Hopefully one day we'll we be able to either yeah. have the funding or find a way that's free to do it. For now, it'll yeah, just right. be on that website yeah. and Facebook and Twitter. And then, so you just gotta you just gotta be a hardcore fan and find it. Exactly. Um, our email is I'm I'm just assuming I don't actually remember what it is, but I'm assuming it's just cybertronradio at gmail dot com. <laughs> email that. I'm assuming I don't remember. Just email that. But just send, email them anyway. Someone will reply to you. Send send us an email and we'll reply. If not, then you have the wrong email address. I get those emails straight to my phone, so I'll know if you get, send one. Um, and yeah, can I, can, can I, uh, that's. Can I, think, I get the? Can I get the stuff to, to that email? I want to read them too. Yeah, yeah, I'll. I can uh, send you guys the password and stuff like that. I'll figure that out tonight. Yet, let you know after this podcast. Right. Um. So yeah, that was podcast. Episode 2, even though I have it written down as 3 on GarageBand of Cybertron Radio. Hopefully we will uh, get to do these more frequently now that I think we have a little more stability in our schedule for a long time. It was hard for me to find time, but I think now I can find a better time to do this. So I think these will be punched out more frequently. So look for these. It's really, really hard to find them. Okay, that was... No, they're not that hard to find. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you have to be friends with us right now, basically. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Goodbye. Bye.